It's actually one way that the UX uh, fraternity or the UX role within an organization can become more valued, which is another problem that UX people face. How, how do we ensure that design is actually valued? Well, actually bringing people along on that journey is part or at least one way of, of doing it. Hello and welcome to Conversations with Each Another, a podcast about designing for people and business. My name is Tom Cunningham, I'm a senior visual designer here with Each Another, and today I'm joined by two of my colleagues, one of our senior UX designers, Miss Ella Genisiewicz. Yes. And one of our principal designers, Mr. Lawrence Veal. Hey Tom. Great stuff, guys. So today we're going to be talking about the importance of user testing, and in particular the specific methods that we use to get the most from both the user that we're testing and from the collective team of our client and our design team. Yeah, very much a collaborative approach to user testing. It's not the only way to do it, but we found um, actually in recent years, uh, a client had come to me about a year after we'd done the research uh, saying we need to now action these findings. So the, the research report had been sitting on someone's desk or on a shelf somewhere gathering dust and nothing had been done about it. So uh, there was a real kind of light bulb moment when that happened around the ownership of the problems that you find through research. And on reading, I think it was a book by Tomer Sharon, who worked for Google at the time, called Lean UX Research or Lean Research. Uh, I'll need to double check the title of the book and we can link it below. But really what was happening as well uh, in kind of the design and development context was that design was really struggling with Agile in lots of our clients. It was really getting squeezed. There was kind of a machine or you know, a team of developers waiting for work to be, you know, to be fed to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wasn't being fed to them fast enough for, for their uh, sprints. So really, we need to kind of adopt a leaner approach to uh, user testing and user research in general. And in doing so, we kind of got to get some more of the benefits than just suiting how developers work. One of the major ones being ownership of the problem. So what do you mean by that, ownership of the problem? Well, kind of, as I mentioned briefly, so we would generally, the old way of doing things, I suppose, was we would run the test. Sometimes clients would come into an observation room, but they'd be very passive. They might take some notes. Uh, other times you kind of warn them not to. They'd be straight on to the developer saying, fix this, change that after seeing just one test. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, you know, detailed notes would be taken by an observer while the test facilitator runs the test with the test participant. And then when the testing is finished, uh, there'd be some detailed analysis, could, which could take days or weeks, depending on the length of the research. But for user testing, it's generally a couple of days and then maybe video clips are produced. And in some cases, data from eye tracking uh, might be produced, which takes a little bit of time as well. And finally, the report would be created and presented to a client, maybe with some choice video clips to make a point. But the key problem with that was that it kind of felt a bit drawn out clients were kind of detached from the reported problems. And, and the reason that's a real problem is that they didn't feel they owned those problems. So what I mean by, what I really mean by ownership of the problem is that it then still becomes hard to uh, affect that change. So if we're reporting on a problem, the clients, some of the clients kind of get it, but they need to then pass that on up the chain. Mm-hmm. So what really, we really were striving for was this kind of partnership, first of all, something we really value here at each other with our clients. But the key part of of this piece was shared ownership of the problem because those who own a problem are more likely to work to solve that problem. So there are some of the problems with the the old way of doing things. So why do you think that is? I think it's it's an interesting one. I think mainly it's because when you hear something reported, you take it at face value. 
but if you've actually felt the pain and squirmed in your seat while watching a user trying to use the thing you're in charge of, you you get that real sense of empathy. And then you can draw that line between the solution when you're working on that later with the problem that you actually observed firsthand. Mm. So it's there in your memory uh, and it's called upon when you most need it. And one of the reasons that we, we kind of favor generalists at each another, that people who do the research are also people who are in charge of uh, solving the problem because they can actually feel it. And it's not just reported, as I said, kind of uh, on a report or in a, in a deck. So I think that's really critical that you felt the problems by by being there. And that goes from both the design team and from the client's perspective as well. I think it's, it's a, as you were saying, it's a real eye opener from everyone. Yeah, and we'll talk briefly about later on about how we set up this thing called collaborative user testing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how we make sure that the right people are not just observing, but taking part in in the analysis and in the framing of the problem before we even get to the solution. What does uh, collaborative user testing actually look like then? It basically um, involves the client at every stage of the of the of, of the project. So uh, we work together very early uh, with the defining what the brief is. Uh, we work together on the test script. So exactly. So we understand the context of the of the problem that they are trying to solve, as well the product and the iterations that they've gone through uh, in the past, mm-hmm. um, and as well. So we then define exactly what we should be testing, what our focus should be on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, then it is uh, the really the most magic happens on the day of testing. Mm-hmm. When we um, just bring clients along with us and we become one big research team. So there is no division between the client and then the uh, and then each another, us. We work together just on identifying um, uh, good insights from the from the usability testing. So how it works in a practical sense, we, uh, we just print out the screens from the site or the application we're testing and put them up on the wall. And um, after each test, we go through the observations. Uh, so we do a bit of the analysis, identifying the most uh, important points. So observations, any frustrations, any interesting comments. Uh, so anything really that stuck with us. And what is important here is uh, that if it's the very first test for the client, if they've never experienced uh, this this t- this type of activity before, they might feel at the beginning uh, quite um, maybe not overwhelmed, but not sure exactly <laughs> what 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 they should be, what the role should be. Mm-hmm. But actually, they uh, just become very confident and uh, just really working with us very quickly. Mm-hmm. So uh, as the day progress, we give them a little bit more and more responsibility mm-hmm. and just that they uh, take ownership of this of this research as um, as the day progresses. What's the setup like when, when someone comes in and works with us? So the setup is quite similar to the standard usability testing. So we've got the testing room when a moderator uh, sits with the uh, with participants and runs a test. So just ask, ask questions, uh, make sure that, uh, the ta- that the, we follow the script. And then uh, we've got the observation room where we, uh, when the all research team uh, sits together. 
So it is the client, including the client, note taker, and really facilitator. So we all work together there. Just we observe first during the test, take notes, and then we share uh, our findings. Mm -hmm. So can that get a bit chaotic during the during this approach as opposed to the previous one where people would generally sit down quietly and just observe? It's maybe it can get a, a bit, maybe not chaotic, but definitely exciting mm -hmm. and just it's more dynamic. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's um, it's quite easy to lose energy after uh, five tests mm -hmm. uh, uh, at the end of the day. But actually, I think you've got more people in the room and uh, just it really it keeps the energy flow throughout the day. I mean, the, there is an aspect of crowd control that's now necessary that we've introduced. And what's really important is that you don't lose the rigor of uh, kind of the science behind user testing. And a good way to approach user testing is so with clients in the observation room that you give them a very brief overview of how to observe. You're focused on observations, what you saw, what you heard, and nothing else during the test, so that you're trying to do that in, in silence. You know that you're capturing what happened, when it happened, and maybe some sort of indication of how important you thought it was, and you kind of park that for the moment. So that's your observation. Then after every user test, we move into a very short, just logging of observations uh, collectively on the board. And that's where you're talking about what you saw and what you heard. And again, nothing else, but you're just doing it in a collective way. Mm -hmm. Then later on, towards the end of the day, you move on towards what you say, might call an inference. So you move from observation to inference. Um, and then once you have an inference, what I mean by that is we saw this, which might mean that. Mm -hmm. So that you're not jumping to conclusions too soon. That's the key part. And once you have your inferences, then you move to your conclusions. And that's always a good model of, of how to think about uh, user research or user testing, what you saw, what you heard, what it might mean, and then what we must do about it might be the conclusion. And I think that framework or that structure and that rigor is really, really important not to lose when you're introducing kind of the dynamic side of uh, and the crowd control, if you like, with the collaborative user testing. Because if more people in the room, you know, you could have between five to 10 and, um, Again, just to hit on that point of not losing the rigor of observation or the rigor of facilitation of user testing because it's really, really important. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're mentioning there like a number of people, five to ten people. Like so, should you know generally who would we ask them in to, to observe these types of tests? So the most obvious uh, group uh, we encourage to come along and join us uh, are uh, designers. Um, but as well, I think it's as important just to uh, get as uh, subject matter experts, uh, developers, um, uh, and more really senior roles as well. So there are managers, directors from from other departments. It's about sharing the understanding exactly that uh, that empathy, feeling the problem rather just being reported to, mm -hmm. um, which is really important. And there is. It can't be really communicated in any better way, even with a couple of video snippets at the end of the of of the project. Just they need to feel that that pain sometimes that uh, people uh, users go through. Yeah, I think I think the video footage is really is a really uh, effective way of 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 getting the, the pain across because you could you can have you know all types of language used in a report, but it doesn't it doesn't hammer home just how difficult it is for someone or how they actually responded to a particular feature or a particular interaction. There's something just very, just real and convincing about looking at someone struggling to use something that you thought that you just assumed they could do uh, easily.
getting getting someone to sit in a room for 45 minutes to an hour a few times in a day they will feel it you know like you said it's just more real than you know a 30 a pithy 30 second video will communicate mm -hmm. and again it's that difference between you know reading or being reported to uh, to feeling it you know and, and just by doing this i'd encourage any kind of team to think this way that that it, as a as performing the research you're not just performing the research you're performing the research for you're performing the research with uh so you're taking on the role as a guide as much as a facilitator or moderator mm -hmm. uh, and you're guiding uh, the client or the team because this can be done just as effectively and successfully internally with internal teams mm -hmm. and where you've previously found it difficult to win battles about what should be done and in what way uh, if everyone else has been part owners of the problem They'll be more inclined to be part owners of the solution so it, it will i think yield uh, far more uh, outcomes than just the research insights you'll have actually a better way of working with product management design development mm -hmm. senior stakeholders within your organization and it's actually one way that the ux uh, fraternity or the ux role within an organization can become more valued which is another problem that ux people face how, how do we ensure that design is actually valued well, actually bringing people along on that journey mm -hmm. um, is part uh, or at least one way of, of doing it. What's a typical day look like in this type of approach? Well, setting up the room, um, generally the observation room where the clients would sit, um, we print out all the screens from the side of the application and put them up on the wall uh, as they appear as part of the flow. And then uh, we run a test as usual. Uh, now, sometimes we'll invite a client into the actual uh, test room but generally speaking, the observation room should be fine. And then the key point here is that every, after every test session, we do a, a debrief of about 10 to 15 minutes with the group. And we write our observations down. They've been written as, as the tests have been going on. And we post them up on the screens. Um, so very quickly, we get to see where most of the, the action has happened mm -hmm. uh, in terms of observations. Now, we're very careful in avoiding any inferences or conclusions just on the basis of one test. Uh, so we just stick to what you saw and what you heard, just the facts, uh, and then it's on to the next test. So it's a very quick kind of debrief before moving on. And it does get people off their bums uh, having sat and listened, which is actually a tiring uh, thing to do. If you've yeah. sat through a day of user testing, you're exhausted because you're actually focused for so long on listening mm -hmm. uh, and seeing. So once that day is done, uh, then we uh, do a daily roundup moving from what we saw and what we heard to what it might mean uh, and what we must do about it. So this is where we start to kind of frame the problem. Uh, and we start with a simple dot exercise, uh, which means you give people a, a, a finite number of stickers or post-its or whatever. Uh, we just kind of red dots. Uh, where everyone gets to vote on what they think were the most important issues. Once you're done with your voting, you're done. You've no more votes to cast. Mm -hmm. And largely done in silence. And then we can kind of open it up in uh, for discussion. So that's that's very much from the KJ technique uh, that I borrowed many years ago from Jared Spool. So um, it's a very focused activity. And we avoid talking around things and getting straight to the point before we open up for discussion. So it leads to very focused discussions towards the end of the day when people are quite tired. Mm -hmm. And finally then, um, soon after the, the, the day or days of testing, we do uh, a design workshop where we sum up uh, what the problems were and making sure they're the right problems to be solved uh, and prioritize them. Uh, and then 
we may work on some initial sketches on how we might best solve them together. So again, everyone's in the room uh, and everyone has a voice. Um, and that's really uh, it in a nutshell. Yeah, I think that's really key as well. The fact that you've got people from multiple disciplines within the company, that they've got subject matter experts in there. Like we can, you can quickly make decisions. You can ask questions as well about obviously they, if, they, if they're sub, their subject matter uh, experts and you can get information from them that we that we wouldn't have as designers but we know the right questions to ask as well for sure and i don't think the best designs need come need to come from a designer mm -hmm. you know so um you know i think designers sometimes we need to check our egos at the door and uh, open it up so that actually we will get a really good idea from from left field uh, just because we have the right people in the room and that's where the, the real value of partnership comes from mm -hmm. uh, for us and our clients. But even within organizations, they need to think about partnership with within a multidisciplinary team. Yes, um, like the partnership with the client is really key in that approach. And we we're really trying not only to run projects and just deliver mm -hmm. something of value to the client, but I as well build the expertise skill within uh, uh, the client uh, teams. So then as the time progresses, just they can really uh, really do that very similar work uh, as we do mm -hmm. to some extent. Um, so, and I think that collaborative um, usability testing is a perfect way of really learning by doing. Mm -hmm. So we, we not only show the client or tell how to do things, but they become a part of the, of one, uh, really a team on that one day. And what that means, it, that definitely doesn't mean that they sit passively in the room for a couple of hours and just they observe. It is, um, they are researchers with us. They are observers. They are responsible for, um, for taking notes. So just uh, uh, then doing the analysis. We actually, uh, what, what we do, we ask clients, let's say, to run, uh, to run a just post session analysis when they are responsible for gathering these um, observations that we've got and really, uh, try to find a meaning in mm -hmm. that um, or we get them to prioritize the issues in the daily roundup so it's it's just like giving them skills and giving them a bit of boost and confidence in the design thinking approaches i think it's very well put on yeah you know that they're adopting some aspects of uh, our profession as designers uh, researchers and designers you know, so that the, again, they will value the, the techniques that they've seen and, and the process they've been through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, there's some great points, uh, Ella. Is there anything you'd like to say just to, to sum up the podcast? Uh, there are lots of benefits of this approach, and we definitely encourage like, our fellow researchers to uh, test this, to try this for themselves and just see if that works. But it's um, just about, again, sharing understanding with uh, the client with the wider team uh, just um, um, giving them uh, the I think knowledge uh, just to uh, share share the uh, user voice in the in the organization mm -hmm. that's and then re really recognizing the user context mm -hmm. so what what is what bothers users what are the key problems just to fill it experience uh, firsthand it's about owning the problem so just shifting this uh, ownership from agency right to uh, to the company uh, again it's just um 
just getting this greater understanding what the problem is and then really link them to potential solutions mm -hmm. so they they're they just become solvable and just uh, easier to to address and then finally it's just getting uh, much better insights and much faster so then in the traditional uh, way of doing usability testing we usually share some report and the presentation a couple of days after the mm, we finish with usability testing depending as well on the size of the project but now we we are really able to provide like quick um uh, design feedback within a day mm -hmm. after finishing the uh, all the usability testing and it focuses on um uh, just that's exactly quick uh, uh design feedback so fo focus on what works what doesn't work maybe what requests we're thinking mm -hmm. and just it gets when we hand it over to the client they immediately um, they understand the context so they have good understanding what that really means and they get straight move into uh, thinking about the uh, solutions and solving those problems um, we, and uh, that's that's quite that I think this is quite powerful great um, thanks very much for your time today guys thanks Tom thank you till next time